Welcome to Momming. We're your hosts, Rachel and Stacy, and we believe there's no better way to be encouraged through motherhood than by connecting with other moms. Oftentimes, we can lose our identity in motherhood. The constant exhaustion, piles of dishes and laundry, and the mental gymnastics can leave us feeling like we have nothing left to give, but nothing could be further from the truth. As moms, we've been tasked with not only helping to raise the next generation, but also to find our individual purpose in the everyday. Join us as we hear from moms just like you. Welcome to Momming. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Momming, where we're going to be diving deeper into um, the episode we had last week with Miss Desiree Watson on redeeming our past mistakes and was that God redeeming our past God mistakes. redeeming yes. our past mistakes. We cannot redeem our we own mistakes. Can't. God only God can. Thanks, Rach, for no, saying no, no. Me. it's I wrote it wrong. See? She's redeeming my past mistakes right now. <laughs> Anyways, we are gonna be diving deeper into that episode. It was incredible. Desiree is so full of love and grace and um she's a beautiful picture of Even the way she talks, it was so calming. I know. I know. That's why I got sidetracked and I'm like are we done? It's my turn. I totally <laughs> lost our place. I didn't know she answered both the questions. Yeah. I mean, she just has this calming presence she about does. her. Um, it was so, so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so she talked about how, you know, God just redeemed her and brought her through and all the amazing things that he's doing in her now mm-hmm. um, that she's surrendered and willing and letting him lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, she talked about her kids mm-hmm and walking through life with them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it was awesome. She so, had a period of singleness, you know, yes. a, single, a, a long period of, of singleness, being a single mom. Mm-hmm. And, um, and now she's entered into a new stage of being married and having um, that element thrown in. Yeah, and it's just um, the most encouraging thing to me is how much she just emanates grace in her life. and. You can just feel it when she walks into a room, yeah. um, and it's it's a blessing. It is. It's um, it's kind of our pastor here. Sometimes will say like, some of us he's saved out of the pit, and some of us he's saved from, from the, pit. the pit. And the people who've been saved out of the pit seem to have such a deeper and more healthy understanding of the grace of God. Whereas someone like, and I'll just speak for my own self and Stacy, you know, we've talked mm-hmm. about this before, where we were kind of saved from the pit just because probably of our upbringing and the choices that we made and God had grace on us. But we, I sometimes don't see it that way. I I lose sight of the depth of the grace of God because I never really went to that like deep, dark place, so to speak in, in those terms. Um, And so it's almost this more beautiful thing that people who have gone there actually (laughs) have a very healthy understanding of God's grace and therefore they are much more gracious to the people around them. Whereas I think that's something that I struggle with because I probably don't have the best understanding of it. Absolutely. I am right there with you. I probably am the least gracious pe- person. You're not the least gracious. Oh, maybe I feel <laughs> like it. I'm de- I'm definitely very to it. It's yeah. not hard to make the right choice. It was never really that difficult for yeah. me to make the right choice. Mm-hmm. And as you said, we were straight arrows. Mm-hmm. We were the responsible friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
when they asked to be the maid of honor because they knew that you would fulfill all the duties, yeah. not because they were really your best friend. Right. <laughs> or the one that like you can drive because we know you're not going to get in a car crash. Yes. Or do something stupid. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. And I always looked at life and I, this is how I, what I teach my, my girls now, because you always say, and you always would say growing up, well, it's not wrong, mom. It's right. not bad. It's not bad. Okay. It's, it, but does it glorify God? And I would always say, but is it excellent? Oh my gosh. From that verse. That is so good. That everything you do. Yes. I have it written on my wall in my bathroom. I literally had this conversation with my husband the other night regarding <laughs> the behavior of one of my boys. Yeah. Because that's the thing is like, yeah, maybe it's not black and white wrong, black and white wrong or right sin. Mm-hmm. The question we ask, and it's the same lines, is this pleasing to the Lord? Yeah. And that's a hard, I think that's a hard mentality shift for us because we are flesh and right. we naturally have a sin nature. Right. Um, but yeah, it's like that habit that formed when I was young. Is it, it's not bad, but is it good? Mm-hmm. Is it excellent? Is it, is it praiseworthy? Is it praiseworthy? Is it lovely? Mm-hmm. That's from Philippians. Yeah. Yes. So, so anyways, um, but it is it is a blessing to be around people who have endured mm-hmm. things because the depth of their grace is, is immense. Mm-hmm. And as an adult, I appreciate that so much more. Oh, yeah. You know? You definitely like gravitate toward those people. Mm-hmm. You almost feel like you could be more open and honest with them too because you know that they're not going to be all judgy, mm-hmm. you know? So... I don't know what that says about me, but (laughs) let's not go there. Okay. Um, Something else she talked about, and this is a running theme. I feel like, and a couple of our guests have touched on this is renewing our mind. And when you have shame or regret and whether it was something that was done to you or whether it was a choice that you made, whatever category you fall into, um, the natural progression of our minds is that there's shame and that there's regret and that there's condemnation. But Romans 8 says, there is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. And so Desiree talked about having to, she used the term rewiring her brain to identify the lie, which was, you know, you're condemned, you're shame, you can't ever share that, you can never be used, fill in the blank, whatever your lie is. And then what does God's word say? What does his truth say? And so you find verses and you find his truth to combat the lie. And if you do it enough, you eventually start to believe the truth. And she mentioned that uh, the Christian spiritual identity and it's 14 points along with verses that she has hung up on her mirror and she would read it three times a day to herself for an entire year. And eventually you start to believe that, yes, I am chosen. Yes, I am beloved. I am redeemed. I am free. I was bought. I was paid for. You start to believe all of the things that God does actually say about you as a, as a Christian, as a child of God. And um, it takes intention and it takes discipline and it takes um, a, a choice that we make to every day to, to say, what is the truth? What is the lie? I'm not going to believe the lie, but instead I'm going to believe the truth. And then that's how God redeems. That is literally the process by which he takes what was old and makes it new. Because his word is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And so it has the ability to supernaturally change us from the inside out. 
but we have to let it do that. Yes. That's the thing. So I feel like listening to her story was just this beautiful like story of, of, you know, things that happened to her and then choices that she made because of that. And then just living that lie, believing that lie. And then she meets the Lord and then that transformation process starts, you know, and something we said off air actually was that it takes time. You know, and she referenced Joseph and these other characters in the Bible who, I mean, I'm reading about David right now and it, what that guy had to go through to get to the promise of God, like, yeah, you will be king one day, like years, you know, of, of refining and, and, and hardship and those things. And so I just want to say, if you find yourself in that place right now of like, oh, the toil is real, you know, and, and the, and there's struggle and there's pain, um, all of that leads to growth in God's economy. All of that stuff has a purpose in God's economy. So to um, renew your minds in his word and to believe what he says is true. Um, another thing that we talked about that Desiree brought up was as we are mothering and as we are being parents, mm-hmm. um, to not only look at ourselves this way, but especially to look at our children as they are in the process of being sanctified and we can kind of define sanctification as the process of being made more like Jesus, right? Yes. So as a mother of a teenager, I can honestly say I find it difficult to have grace and to see my teenager as being in the process of being sanctified because I feel that it is, um, it's easy for me as an adult with the maturity that I have in Christ to be like, it's easy. You just make the right decision. Yeah. But as a teenager who is, well, not even as an adult, I feel like you were like that as okay, a child. Well, whatever. Okay. I'm just saying that's like, and great. That's like yes, who you are. Yes, it is. And so regardless of if you're an adult or yes. when you were a teenager or even a kid, like yeah. it wasn't hard for you to make the right choice. Right. I, and I, I can naturally relate. And so now you that. don't, right. that, you, that's how you feel. It's hard for me to understand like why someone would go the other way. Yeah. And so, so I need, oh my gosh, I need God's wisdom and great. I need him so much to help me navigate as I parent, as like my husband and I parent through this because Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense to me and I don't understand it. And so I don't have grace or patience for it, which is a huge character flaw. So I guess I was very encouraged by Desiree saying, she framed this question. She said, whenever I'm dealing with disciplinary problems with my children, I look to the Lord and I say, well, how has the Lord dealt with me? And I was like, oh, <laughs> like knife in my heart, you know, because God has been so gracious with me and he is so gracious with us. And he, he's the perfect father. And I know that we're mothers and we're human and we fail and we're not perfect, but I do strive to be more like him, you know, and to parent like he parents, you know, and so um, that's a really good little filter. How has the Lord dealt, dealt with, with me? Yeah. When we're dealing with our, however however old they are, they're little, they're medium, or they're large, you know, the ages of your children. Yeah. Um, the Bible says that love covers a multitude of sins, and it's the unconditional love of Christ that actually draws us in um, to him. And so when we're talking about God redeeming our past or God redeeming the bad choices or the things, the bad things that have happened to us. Um, it really, that foundation is love and the love and grace of God. So 
as your parenting mommies, have a little more patience. And I'm saying that to myself (laughs) with our children. So um, I think also the kind of last thing we wanted to talk about was something that Desiree also spoke um, on. And it was that verse in Genesis 50, 20, and it was referencing the life of Joseph. And he says, you intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. And when we talk about those hard things um, that we've been through or that we go through, God's word is so clear. Time and time again, we see how he uses the failures of man for his glory and then miraculously for our good. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so as an encouragement, we just want to leave you off with that word today. Um, renewing our minds. What does his word say? What is true? And to believe on that and to think on that, that the things that we think are lost or the things that we think are broken or are unredeemable, God's actually says otherwise. He says they are meant to be used for good. And so as you parent or in your marriage or even just in your own minds, the battle of your own minds, mom, as you, as you kind of think on these things, saturate your minds in the word, saturate yourselves in God's word. And this is a great segue because it's going to lead us into our push for our next week's episode, which is actually think about what you think about redeeming your thoughts, taking every thought captive. I know that's like a really common phrase that a lot of Christian circles throw around like, oh, take every thought captive. And it's, and I get it, like it's biblical, but what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, what does that legit mean in your minute to minute, day to day life? And we have on Holly Nelson, she's gonna talk about this topic. She has a ton of amazing things to say. She's very passionate about this. I, if, if you listen to any episode, this year, I feel like make sure it's the next one. Think about what you think about because it's so, so important because as Holly is going to share with us, everything stems from our thought life. So Stacey, any last words? Sounds great. I monopolized that that conversation. I, like (laughs) I said, I've, I, I wasn't really sure what to share in the diving deeper. So thank you for leading that one. Yeah. I have nothing. (laughs) anyway thanks moms for tuning in uh you can as always check out our website mommingpodcast.com you can leave comments on our uh, blog we do a blog for every single episode we put really awesome valuable resources in there for you if you ever need a bit of encouragement or just want to share it with a friend feel free to do that it really helps us out if you leave um reviews and you rate us on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. We ask that if you are enjoying these episodes and if it does bless you in any way, we ask that you would just go on there and um, give us a rate or a a click or a like, or I don't even know (laughs) what they're called now. But um, again, be encouraged. Thanks for listening. And we hope that you have a great week. Don't mom alone. Mm -hmm.